Hello world, this is The Wad Show with Aggie Radio, and I'm going to be doing a review on Mulan, the 2020 live-action adaption of the classic legend and Disney film that all of us are very aware of in the 90s. Now, I think I don't really need to explain Mulan, the animation entirely. It's it's famous for its music, um, its amazing and adorable characters, especially Eddie Murphy's Mushu, the small little dragon that assists Mulan on her journey. Um, we're all very aware of this tale. Very aware. Just a little backstory about me personally. I have been waiting for this movie for such a long time. I remember watching the trailer and thinking, oh my gosh, can Disney do it? Can Disney really bring this into what I've always wanted, which was a live action adaption of this amazing tale? Because I'm not going to lie, Mulan is so good. I honestly wish DreamWorks or another company would have taken it and done something with it because I feel like DreamWorks is not afraid to delve deep into like strong background of death and um, stuff like that. But Disney doesn't do it very well. So in the actual 90s animation, you know, if you see someone die, it's not they're just fighting, you know, and then the whole huge snow avalanche takes them out or something. It's not really big into combat. It's not really big into violence, even though the whole movie is about war. And there are some scenes in the animation where I'm like, whoa, that is hefty stuff. For example, the scene where they're singing their song, you know, like a girl worth fighting for. Oh, shoot. Everyone's dead in the village. You know, like that stuff is deep. And Mulan does cover some deep motivation, like deep topics. So I was really excited for a live action adaption because I feel like if any movie deserved it, it was Mulan. I don't really like Disney live actions. I'm not going to lie. I don't like sleeping, not sleeping. I don't like Beauty and the Beast. I did not like Aladdin. I did not like, I haven't seen Jungle Book yet just because I just don't really have a huge childhood connection to that. And I don't really think it's worth watching for me. Lion King was the worst thing ever I have ever seen. <laughs> I watched my my fiance at the time, now wife, and I were watching Lion King and we stopped it after ten minutes. We're like, okay, we are bored. This is awful. The singing sucks. The animation I just can't stand. We're done. So Mulan was a real big super trust leap for me because I love this film. It's it, it has a deep connection with me as well as storyline. It's an amazing story. Um, I think if any women, woman, sorry, out there are looking for a film that talks about um, the battle against sexism or the battle for women's rights and the fact that women can do anything that women can do, it's it's just it's such a great telling of how women have their place in the world and that they can do some amazing things even better than men, and especially in a topic with China involving their culture where a woman is a warrior, and it's so fun to see like the cultures and how she stands up against that and proves to everybody that she is something more. So just a little background information there. I've been waiting for this movie for months. COVID has been putting it on the back burner, and it's finally released on Disney+. Plus. Now, I've actually put a Instagram post of how many of you were willing to watch this and pay the extra $30 fee because that's the huge debate right now. Do you pay extra 30 bucks on your streaming service to watch this? 
I will tell you if you should or should not. But, I mean, honestly, it was going to be released in theaters. Families are going to be paying huge amounts of money to go watch this thing, especially since it's a Disney film. So you're going to be bringing the whole family. It's going to be a big, big, huge ticket out of your wallet. You know, you're going to be buying tickets and tickets. My brother made a good point. He's like, I can pay 30 bucks, have all three of my little kids and my wife and me watch it in the comfort of our home on our couch with ease. Whereas in the movie theater, if a baby's crying, we have to leave and I miss something and 30 bucks, you buy it. It's on Disney Plus. It's on your library. You don't need to wait till December till it comes out on Disney Plus. It is yours. You can watch it at any time. It's not one viewing, which is even a bigger seller if you're trying to watch these from home. But for the most part, it's just this huge, interesting thing. Now, the big question. Let's go with the review. Do you spend $30 to watch Mulan? in the comfort of your own home. Is it worth it? The answer is, yeah, no, it's not. It's not worth it, and let's get into it. So everyone's familiar with the story. I'm not really going to get deep into the story. If you honestly don't know, it hiddly diddly squat about Mulan. And if you guys are not even like Disney fans, this is definitely like a must-see movie. <laughs> if, if you don't like Disney... This is probably like the best, one of the best Disney movies that you can probably watch, and I would give it full and 100% backing. It's amazing. There you go. Wads says it's great, so go watch it. But I want to talk about characters for a second. You have main character Mulan. Um, the actress is, I don't know how to say this, like she's dry, you know, she doesn't really have a lot of personality, because Mulan in this movie is so OP. She's overpowered beyond imagine. And in this movie, they really highlight the fact that her power comes from chi. Whereas in the 90s animation, and I don't even I actually sadly, I'm such a huge fan of Mulan. I don't know a lot about the le- I don't know a lot about the legend. I'll be completely honest. But Mulan has this chi within her which gives her power. And Basically, the entire theme of the movie is that she should not act out on her chi. She should be a woman, reserved, marry a man, and that's how she can bring honor to her family, is following the cultural uh, flow of things and obeying her parents and especially her father and silence her chi. I don't know if I really like this, but Mulan is a dry character. She has some huge power. She's basically kind of like this Superman-esque type of a person. She's, I don't really see how she's really relatable. And since she's a huge character for women to support and like that women can look up to, I really love the 90s version better because, honestly, Mulan didn't have extra power. She trained with all of the other men, and she surpassed them because she was talented. But in this, it's like, no, she has that extra something. She has that extra push, that extra advantage that a normal woman in China would not be able to do. And I'm not going to lie. They really, the training sequence in in Mulan, the classic training sequence, it looks difficult. (laughs) I think even a Navy SEAL would be like, well, I'm glad I'm not in the Chinese ancient battalion army because that looks crappy. Or maybe they're like, that's nothing. I don't know. I'm not a Navy SEAL. If you know you're a Navy SEAL near you in a neighborhood, then go ahead and ask him how the training was as compared to Mulan's. I don't know. But Mulan is a very dry character. And so this extra power that she has within her makes it very difficult for me or anybody in the audience, honestly, to relate to her. 
Then you have the, her family. I think her family is such a huge, important piece. The father is a really great actor. I've seen him in many, many, many movies. Uh, one of the most popular ones I know of that he is in is in Rush Hour. He is the little girl that kidnaps father, the Chinese ambassador. He's a great actor. I thought he did really good. I think the mom was lackluster. I forgot about her. The sister, I forgot about her. I mean, wasn't really that spectacular. So there is no grandma in this one. So if you're looking for that funny little grandma that gives her a lucky cricket, that's gone. Don't even look for it. But, I mean, I think the father is, like, the most important character, like, in the whole family because he's the one that's denying her. He's like, you're supposed to bring honor by marriage. I go on the battlefield. I fight for my family. I die on the battlefield. I bring honor to my family. And it's like, okay. I mean, I understand cultural stuff. Like, if that's part of your culture, all right. But Mulan doesn't really get that. She's like, nope, you're going to die. And I have this gift. I'm going to go. Because if you go, you're going to die. So, obviously, she steals her armor. Then we have other characters, um, soldiers on the battlefield. Uh, in the in the Disney version, I hate comparing this so much to the Disney version. But here's the deal. You can't not but help look at this thing and compare it. I mean, that's what's going to happen with these live-action remakes that... People, you, and Disney need to understand when, when people are going to review this thing. They're going to compare it. But the Disney animation, you have the big, large guy that's, like, super kind and all about food. You have the big, rough, small, little rough guy, the skinny guy that's like, hello, everybody. You know, they have these characters that are so memorable, you know. But in this movie, you forget so many people. You know, I don't even know their names at the end. I was like, okay, there is one character who is obviously the romantic interest. It's not the commanding officer that you'd see in the animated version. It is just a normal soldier. I didn't really care about the role of the romance. I just wanted to see that it was the dude, you know, like it was the guy. And so he was an okay character. Like, I mean, there's not like, like I said, there's not a huge amount of, Oh my gosh, amazing acting, you know, like superb, born to play that role. I mean, it doesn't really do well. The villains were even disappointing. There, This is kind of important. We're going to delve a little into plot here. I'm not going to spoil anything. But you have the Hun dude, right, the main villain. He has this hawk that was with him in the animated version, but in the live-action version... The hawk is the witch. I mean, you should know this by watching the trailer. I mean, didn't really spoil anything there. If you've seen the trailer, that is exactly what you're going to see. So, I honestly, I, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I was really disappointed with the arc of the characters. I was like, okay, I guess that works. <laughs> the Hun villain is not seen as much as hawk witch lady in the movie so you're like okay he's back cool we're gonna fight him i guess and we're gonna beat him and win because i've seen the 90s version and that's the thing you already know how this movie ends it's just how it ends in the live action version i just don't want to spoil so yeah the emperor is very interesting he's not like this super kind wise emperor 
he's like some sort of kung fu master himself. And so you're like, okay, that's cool. And I guess he like is able to connect with Mulan in such a way because, you know, she is OP with she, and I guess he is too. So interesting. But I mean, the plot goes, we're, we, that's basically your characters. I mean, don't really have much to say about them. But the plot basically goes is, you know, you're familiar with the story is that Mulan goes to replace her father. But the thing is here is that there are so many pivotal scenes in this film that could have been just super powerful moments, tearjerkers even. But they just kind of put them aside and they almost ruin the power of the film. I mean, as much as I want action, which definitely was in this movie. I definitely needed those scenes that the animated version did so well. For example, when Mulan is putting on her armor, it is such a symbolic scene of her. Like, she's cutting her hair slightly so she looks more like a man. She's putting on the armor. She steals a horse. And you have that. And it's playing in the background. You're like, whoa, she's doing it. She's going to leave. Nothing like that here. She There's just a scene change, and she's in her armor. And you're like, okay, well, that is cool. You know, I mean, and there's also like, there's just a lot of moments in here. I mean, there's a one pivotal scene where they're like a girl with fighting for the animation. You remember that part? And then all of a sudden it stops abruptly. And then you see like, oh, wow, all these people are dead. This whole village and all those soldiers and the captain's father dies and everyone's like, well, we're going to get our butts kicked, you know, like. That was a cool scene. Yeah, they don't do that here. They're just walking, and all of a sudden they see it, and they're like, okay, pile of dead bodies. Very nice, very nice. And that was it. Yep. (laughs) I don't know. There's just a lot of scenes like that, and especially toward the ending, that you're just like, okay, this should have been done better. I can't believe they didn't like have some sort of like 90s animation specialist. I was like, okay, look, just so you guys know, like, and here's the thing. The movie is like 30 minutes longer than the animation and just filling up those huge important moments. I mean, I don't, I'm not looking for music in this. Like, that's not why I'm watching the new Mulan. If I wanted to listen to music, have this cutesy little time with Mushu, then I would watch the older version but in this version i just kind of need to feel something a little deeper to understand the character's motives and feelings uh and stuff like that the next thing i want to talk about is fighting because this is the most important thing to me because i wanted to watch a film where mulan completely kicks the trash out of everybody there is no blood in this movie so if your parents are like oh i want to watch this with my kids This is actually like the safest action movie you could possibly watch with them. Uh, It is very safe. (laughs) So safe that it makes me a little sad. Now, I'm not wanting it to be rated R. But, I mean, for crying out loud, I know PG-13 movies that show more blood, more, like, killing, you know, like the actual definition of war than what Mulan does. Now, here's the thing, too, is that the one thing I actually loved about this movie is that her father is like, look, war is not a place for, like, you, my daughter. You know, like, he doesn't say, like, because of, like, maybe he does indicate that it's her role as a woman, that she shouldn't see war. And that's a huge political thing as itself. 
But like him as a father doesn't he knows what war is like. He's been there. And that was the cool moment when there he's sitting and he's sharpening his sword and he's like, Look, I don't want to go back, but it's my duty. And it sucks and it's definitely not a place for you. So, I mean, I kind of was really wanting to see some super powerful um scenes where they're nerve like I, I do like how sometimes they like there was this one scene where all the people are gathered on the fire Milan and her friends and they're like I'm, I'm afraid and Moon's like don't worry we're gonna get through this all of you are gonna live I promise you know whatever and so they have that kind of like little band of brothers banter before the big battle and you know they all go fight and so I mean there's just not a lot at stake it seems it feels like a very safe action Disney movie and it's really sad because I really feel like Disney could have outreached themselves. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean is this really classic action Disney film. I think it's like the best Disney action film that they've ever made is that little trilogy. I mean, you can debate that the others aren't as good. But I think even then there's blood and stuff that is on the characters. And to, Pirates of the Caribbean is really dark. That is PG-13. How in the world could they not – like if you're going to make – a legend tale, right? You're not going off the adaption. Then quit playing it safe, you know? Go all in. Put some blood on the screen. Let Mulan, let war be seen to Mulan as his horror. Now, I'm not saying the beach scene at Saving Private Ryan, but for crying out loud, let's see something to make the audience and her realize, like, wow, dad was right. This isn't fun. There's just some weird choices in action sequences, too. Now, this is based off of, like, Chinese kung fu movies. Like, it's really easy to be seen. And there's some really cool moments. Like, whoa, that's so cool. Whoa, that's sweet. But a lot of it is just like, come on. (laughs) Really? Okay, whatever. You're going to be saying that. You're going to be, like, watching, like, all right, whatever. Okay, whatever. You're going to be saying that a lot. And there's going to be some cool moments, though. I mean, she is, like I said, she's a super OP person. And so (laughs) it totally makes sense for her to chase seven dudes on horseback after her whole squadron's been taken out, you know? Like, go ahead, chase them by yourself, alone. That's a very logical thing to do. Go ahead, um, take off your armor and go reveal yourself as a woman, you know? I mean, be, even though you're OP, that doesn't mean that you don't need your armor. <laughs> I understand that they were trying to just send a message like, it, you know, it's she is herself. This is who she is. She needs to release herself and let the world see her true form, you know, and go out there. Be the woman that you want to be and the fighter you want to be. But don't you think you could have done that with just taking off your helmet and just letting them see your feminine features or something? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just just my personal thoughts here. Uh, but Mulan in general is not worth spending 30 bucks watching. I'm going to say that right there. You're going to see a lot of positive reviews. You're going to see like Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 82%. You're going to see um, what else is out there? <laughs> like IGN gave it a pretty decent review. But if you watch like a lot of independent reviewers and including myself, I mean, it is an okay movie. It is okay. I honestly think you should just wait until December, watch it then, and be done. 
I mean, like, I'm a huge Mulan fan, and I had huge expectations. If you maybe go into the movie with, like, low expectations, you might enjoy it a little bit better. I, I watched it with two of our friends, my wife and I. We watched, we invited two of our friends over. And uh, he was like, yeah, I was I went in low with expectations, and I was surprisingly entertained. I'm like, oh, that's good for you. I was not. I did not <laughs> really enjoy everything. It's just the trailer made it seem so epic, and they showed you little action sequences, and I was just thinking that it was going to be this actual super cool kung fu, high action, high risk movie, but they Disneyed it so much that it's nerfed to a point that it is just bad. The voice act, the the acting is not good. There's certain people that are like really good that have played in a number of American films as well as other films, but the acting isn't just that isn't that great either so i don't know it's just it's just definitely something you can wait for so for all of you 82% on the instagram story that were like yeah i don't want to pay the extra money i wouldn't pay the extra money not because of the principle of it but just because you know it was an okay movie and it makes me sad because this was like the movie that covid took away from me and i was like come on i just want to watch mulan and I watched Mulan, and I'm like, geez, I guess, fine, I guess we could have had another couple of months of COVID, and I could have lived without seeing that, which is basically what I'm thinking about this every time I think about Mulan. Big disappointment. Uh, wish that it could have been better, but by all means, it's not unbearable to watch. I'm going to give, out of 10 points, Mulan like a solid like six. It's not awful, but the reason why it's such a low score, a 6 out of 10, is just simply because you expect something a little bit more. I do have to give Mulan this. One of the best live-action um, remakes is Maleficent because it's a retelling of a, the same story from a different point of view. Mulan does not do it from a different point of view, but it's a different story, like you know, it's it's about the chi aspect of her having extra power. So it is something different. You know, it's a different take. I don't know if that's actually based off the legend. I don't know if chi is such a huge principle as it is um, in, the, in the tale. I'd like to do some background information on the tale and see um, how different it is. But, I mean, they do some things different, you know. And I could see it being bumped up to a 7, but even then it's not that entertaining. It's like I can I'm not I watched it once. I'm probably never going to watch it again. And saying seeing that I bought that movie so I could, you know, it has that rewatchability about it. I'm probably not going to watch it again. So, anyway, you guys, have you seen Mulan yet? What did you think about Mulan? Do you think that it is something that is worth watching? Did you actually really enjoy it? Do you agree with the higher reviews out there that this movie is fantastic, totally worth watching? Or do you agree with me that this is, you know, a super sad telling of the story? I would like to ask you, like, to comment and say, hey, which which movie adaption is your favorite? But I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> it's the animation. Come on. What else would it be? Anyway, uh, this is a wad show review. I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, that was Mulan. We will see you guys on Wednesday, 12 o'clock at noon, Mountain Central Time, for the wad show. So stay tuned till Wednesday, and we'll have more content coming your way. Have a good one.